Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio program. We've been covering for the last several weeks profitable niches, different ways that you can invest in real estate. And today, we've got a really cool and really different one. How do you invest in real estate passively? Handing the ball to somebody else and letting them do the hard work and you make the return? That's what we're going to talk about today. And we've got a great guest on the Real Estate Guys radio program. If you want to retire in the next five years or less through real estate, then please pay close attention. My name is Brad Sumrock, and I've taught thousands of my students how to replace their incomes, quit their jobs, and retire faster than they ever thought possible by not investing in single-family homes. You see, there's a secret to retiring fast with little risk, and it has nothing to do with being a landlord, fixing toilets, or flipping houses. The secret is multifamily apartment buildings. Starting from scratch with zero experience, I managed to pocket over $1 million in cash and retire from my 17-year corporate job within three years of apartment investing. Now, this is not your typical no-money-down real estate training. We believe in smart, hard work for intelligent people. So if you're good with your finances, have a decent job, or saving your money, and you're looking for a change in getting out of the rat race, then investing in apartment buildings might just be the answer you've been looking for. Send an email right now to sumrock at realestateguysradio.com to get the details of my upcoming training event, and you'll also receive my free training webinar, Apartment Investing for Beginners. That's sumrock, S-U-M-R-O-K, at realestateguysradio.com. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio show. I'm your host, Robert Helms. With me, as usual, it's our co-host, financial strategist, Russell Gray. Hey, Robert. It's so fun doing these profitable niches. We've done all these shows on different niches, and it lets us focus on a particular demographic or geographic or type of property and, and, and get our head around that space for a while, and then we transition to something else. So it's been uh, it's been super fun, and most of the niches we've covered have been pretty active. You know, we talked about investing in mobile home parks, and we've talked about assisted living living and we've talked about all kinds of different niches, resort property, international property. And today I thought we'd talk about how do you invest more passively? There's a lot of folks out there who love the idea of investing in real estate, but they really aren't that excited about rolling up their sleeves and getting their hands dirty. Well, usually when we talk about demographics, we're talking about the demographics is going to be the target market for your property. Who's going to occupy it? Who's going to buy it? Uh, who's going to live in it or use it for whatever purpose. But now, from a demographic perspective, we're talking about, you know, as an investor, the demographic of being someone who says, hey, I love the space of real estate. I want to get the value of real estate. I see the benefit. I understand the long-term play there. But I'm a busy guy or gal, you know. I'm busy doing my job, making my money, running my business, raising my family, you know, whatever you do to live, thrive, and survive. And the key is how do you put your money to work? Because this, the paper asset, the financial asset world has made it easy, right? You can just sit there in your we, – we joke about the old E-Trade commercial, right, where the, the kid is there in his diaper with his E-Trade app, you know, buying stuff, dialing up. The idea is they've dumbed it down where even a kid can buy and sell stocks. Well, I get they're catering to the convenience person. 
Well, real estate is kind of a hands-on, messy business. And people go, I like the financial performance, but I don't like the messy part. It's a way to have the convenient part too. I think taking advantage of the opportunity to be a passive investor, investing through someone else who's expert, who's getting the job done, is a way to get that done. But it's not as easy as just sitting in your crib with your app dialing stuff up. So how do you do that? And are there people out there who can do that? And you know, our, our guest today is somebody who's actually caters to figuring out how to teach people how to do that well. You know, you mentioned the paper markets. And one of the things that we think sets real estate apart from a lot of other investments is how it is tangible and real. It's an actual physical asset. And yet there are ways you can participate in real estate passively that are paper-based. You can buy shares in a real estate company or a home builder or a real estate investment trust. I mean, there's definitely ways to play. There are the big TIC groups that own properties with groups of people together. I mean, there's definitely ways that you can participate in the real estate market. But if you want that tangibility, if you want that real part of this real asset, then what we're talking about is passively investing with a group or another person or a joint venture partner so that everyone brings something to the table. You provide the capital, they provide the expertise, the relationships, they provide the deal, and it can create a really great symbiotic, synergistic relationship. Yeah, well, I mean, there's some other reasons to do it too. The most obvious is it's a way to diversify. You can spread out your investable allocation, whatever you've got in your portfolio that you want to allocate towards real estate. You can put it across multiple properties, multiple markets, multiple management teams. And so you can diversify by not having to come up with all the money to do a single deal by yourself. That's, you know, alone is one of the, the great benefits. The other thing is, it's a great way to learn. If you're interested in a particular space, you know, it's exactly what you did, Robert. Your very first foray into development wasn't to be an active developer, wasn't to go raise a bunch of money and learn development on your investor's dime, but it was to take your own money and invest it in another developer's deal and then ride shotgun in the deal. Use your position as an investor to read the documents, to listen to the updates, to go to the meetings, to have a relationship with the person who's actually doing it. And of course, little by little, you know, they looked at you and said, gosh, you really seem to be a student of all this. <laughs> Why don't you do this? And you're like, oh, me? Could I do this? And right. then all of a sudden, you know, here we are all these years later. And, you know, you've been very active in the development space. And, you know, still you found a way to do it with other people. So you're getting to do the part that you love and you're great at. And you're letting other people do the part that they love and they're great at. And it's been very symbiotic, very synergistic and very successful. Well, that's one of the things about this type of investing. Passive investing means you're voting on the jockey as well as the horse. Right. I'm picking the horse of real estate, but the person who is driving it is someone that I want to make sure I understand their their experience, their big picture, what they're good at, what they're not, how they're putting together their team and so forth. So that's where a passive investment like this doesn't mean it's completely hands-free. The big part about passive investing is vetting the deal and vetting the sponsor of the deal. Right. You know, you have to know enough to be able to ask the right questions, to recognize red flags, uh, things that uh, are common out there. Because, again, when you go through a, a publicly registered 
there's no guarantee of performance or success or even that you're going to get a good person. It just right. means that somebody spent a lot of money to jump through these registration hoops. And so a lot of times when you make that kind of investment, uh, people put their guard down. They don't do their normal due diligence because in the United States of America, for example, with our banking system, we have FDIC insurance. So the fact that some of our banks are virtually insolvent doesn't matter to us. We don't care. Well, in other countries, when you don't have that kind of protection, you actually scrutinize who you're doing business with a little bit more carefully. So when you get into the realm of non-publicly registered private placements, if you will, and you're dealing with those types of passive investments as a real estate investor, you do have to know enough to know, you know, how to vet who you're working with and the kind of deals they're doing and does the deal make sense. So it isn't, you know, completely free of responsibility, but there's a lot of things that the, the sponsor is going to be doing on your behalf uh, that you don't have to do. So there is some training involved. There's some things you need to learn, but it isn't, it isn't the heavy lift that actually learning how to be a real estate developer or an apartment developer or apartment manager or to just think of whatever, you know, mobile home space or residential assistant. There's so, so many different things you can do in the space of real estate, as we've covered over these last many episodes in the Profitable Niches series, where you, you need to know enough about the product class to recognize, does it fit? for me and does this person know what they're doing but once you've done that then it gets a lot easier you know you've heard the phrase that a fool and his money is are are soon separated and that's the other downside of this is there's lots of folks out there uh, who are taking people's money to put into real estate deals and some of them are maybe less scrupulous than others so the biggest thing is to figure out what's the advantage to you and what's the advantage to the other person how do you come together right that's that's the essence of this you know the way I got started as you mentioned I passively put some money in a deal but I actively learned from the deal so I didn't have anything to do with decision making or day-to-day operations or hiring or firing or any of that but because I was interested I would show up to the meetings with the architects to the city council meeting when there was a hearing on the project I would go and basically ride, you know, shotgun trying to understand everything I could because I was interested in it. I never thought I would be doing it. I thought, well, I'll just passively invest and it worked out great, but it's because I took the time to really get to know the principles and so forth. So the the big caveat, I guess, for passive investing is just make sure you don't put in too much too fast and that, you know, you vet the person and you give them a little bit of leeway. There's a lot of great syndicators in our world, people that put together sponsors of these kinds of deals who now have earned the right to have their clients come back deal after deal after deal after deal, right? And that's what, if you're in that business, that's what you want. If you do good, clean business, if you disclose, if you are prudent, if you're a good steward, then you will get business and you'll get referrals. Yeah. And I do think one of the other things you have to ask yourself, well, gee, it seems like why wouldn't I just go buy one of these publicly traded deals, right? If I want to be in the space, when you're dealing more directly, you've eliminated a lot of the middlemen. So now you're dealing directly with the person who's doing the deal. And so there's more meat on the bone. You get a better return or have the potential to get a better return. And you have a more personal, more direct relationship with the people. You're not just a nameless, faceless number, account number somewhere in the, you know, the wall street casinos. And you know, I'm no fan of that. So I'm a much bigger believer in human beings investing with other human beings and having a degree of a relationship there. I'm old school in that way, but I just think it's a a better way to play. And so there's a lot of reasons to want to be this kind of investor. But again, with that benefit, there comes a certain degree of responsibility and you need to spend a little bit of time getting, getting up to speed and learning what you're doing. We're super excited about our guest today because he started out passively investing in these kinds of deals. And now he 
he's gotten to the point where he's done so many of them. He's like, well, I think I could help shepherd people through this. And so he's been on both sides of the equation. We come back. You're going to meet Buck Joffrey on the Real Estate Guys radio program. Real estate investment advice right in your mailbox. Sign up for the free Real Estate Guys newsletter at realestateguysradio.com. Worldwide demand is making coconuts one of the highest yielding cash crops available today. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and many high net worth individuals have invested billions of dollars into coconuts for strong growth and solid long-term income. Yields could be as high as 18% or more per year. Capital appreciation and exceptional income for up to 60 long years could be an absolutely brilliant investment to pass on to future generations. For more information, qualified accredited investors should email coconuts at realestateguysradio.com. Diversify wisely with direct ownership of fully managed coconuts on prime farmland close to the beautiful Costa Rican border. Email coconuts at realestateguysradio.com. This announcement does not constitute either an offer to sell securities or a solicitation of an offer to purchase. Offering made by prospectus only. For more information, email coconuts at realestateguysradio.com. Stop for a moment. Why are you listening to this show? Are you dreaming of a bigger, brighter financial future? More personal freedom to live life on your own terms? What if there was just one skill that could make it happen? There is. Sales. Robert Kiyosaki says every entrepreneur must be good at sales. It's true for investors too. Sales is how you attract money, people, and opportunities. Sales is the skill used to negotiate deals and lead your team. Sales skills are essential to success. The good news is it's a learnable skill. The great news is we've created a two-day interactive workshop to teach those skills to you. Make plans today to attend How to Win Funds and Influence People, Mastering the Art of Financial Selling. For dates and details, send an email to sales at realestateguysradio.com or visit realestateguysradio.com and look under events. Gain the skills you need to succeed. Email sales at realestateguysradio.com or look under the events tab at realestateguysradio.com. Hi, this is Peter Schiff and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Heard every weekend on this great radio station all the time at realestateguysradio.com. Thanks for tuning in to another in our series of profitable niches. This one a little different. We're talking about passively investing. And our guest today is a guy who's done a bunch of that and now actually helps people actively. Let's welcome the host of the Wealth Formula podcast, Buck Joffrey. Hey, Buck. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to have you back on the program. I think last time we had you on, you uh, you shared a Halloween horror story oh, with us. Yeah, that was a long time ago, and, <laughs> and I try to forget it. And now, of course, great uh, success with your podcast, Wealth Formula podcast. Doing awesome. Uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. It's been fun. It's interesting. You know, this kind of ties in what you do on your podcast really does tie into our topic. And that is, this is a real estate show and we talk about broader picture economics and so forth. But on your podcast, you love real estate, you invest in real estate, but you don't just talk about real estate. You're really targeting busy professionals who are interested in understanding investments, but really don't have the time or inclination to go do the deals. Well, that's right. Now, I used to be one of those people, right? I mean, I uh, I am a surgeon by trade. I'm a board-certified surgeon. Finished my training back in 2008. So I totally understand where people are coming from, you know? And when I finished my training in 2008, there was a lot going on in the world. Right. And so it really shaped how I saw investing in general. And so a lot of things happened back during that time, uh, including 
the economy, but I also happened to read some of Robert Kiyosaki's books. And boy, all of a sudden I was like, you know, I, I need to try something different. And that's really where the show came out of, because when I started learning about it, I wanted to ultimately start teaching it at some point, because I felt like a lot of people were missing out. Well, and, you know, as a busy physician, you've got your business going and you're raising your family and you're making money. Talk about some of the first types of these passive investments that that you'd got into. Yeah. So what happened with me was initially I started out doing the active stuff, right? I, I read Ken McElroy's books and ABCs of uh, real estate investing, and I went out and did the numbers. And the first deal I did, it didn't go well. It didn't go well at all. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that was the Halloween story I talked about. And then uh, the next couple deals did go well, and the returns were pretty good. But I found myself being more involved than necessarily that I wanted to be, especially since at the time I was still practicing. I was still operating. And even though that, you know, having a property manager mitigated some of that, it certainly didn't mitigate it as much as I would like, especially if I wanted to scale. So I went and looked up some syndicators that I realized that that might be interesting, including Ken McElroy. And before you know it, I started realizing, hey, you know, why am I investing in real estate anyway? Okay, I love real estate, right? And like, as soon as everybody reads Robert Kiyosaki's books, I'm the same. We all become real estate lovers. We, we want to go out and do it, right? <laughs> yep. We become, but the problem is some of us are so busy that we don't do it. We become real estate groupies instead. And we bounce from one real estate show to the other, but all of our money's sitting in 401ks. And it's because we don't know what to do. We have this paralysis moment, right? So that was another reason for me to get into the syndication side of things. And what I realized is if I got involved with a good syndicator, with somebody who really knew what they were doing, those returns and all those tax benefits and everything that I wanted out of real estate were there anyway. And even though I liked looking at the building and saying it was mine, well, I could still say I own part of a building. I just owned it with other people as well, and they could probably manage it better. Yeah, no, such a good point. And again, different strokes for different folks. We have a lot of listeners that are the hands-on, want to do it. They, they want to get it all done, and they want to make all the money. But I think the niche today is that there is a place in people's portfolio, even if you're an active investor in flipping houses, maybe you take some money and you hand it to a syndicator who's doing a very different kind of real estate in a very different market, and that lets you diversify. It also lets you out of a big bunch of the workload, and it's a trade-off. Certainly, the person who's putting together the deal and dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's and vetting all the players and learning the market and all that is going to get paid something for it. But generally in syndications, the lion's share goes to the person that puts the cash in. And so there's a great opportunity there. Now, fast forward to you've got an audience of primarily accredited investors. So uh, no investor left behind. That is a, a distinct definition. When you reach the point where you earn $200,000 and you have for the last two years with a reasonable expectancy to earn that much in the current year or as a married couple, 300000 and or you have a net worth of a million dollars, not counting the equity in your home, 
the that's an accredited investor. And there's a lot of reasons in the securities world that people focus on accredited investors. There's the ability to invest passively, not being accredited, but you focus mostly on accredited investors. And the reason I want to bring that up, Buck, is that you've kind of understand this demographic now. The busy professional, doctor, lawyer, business owner who gets it, they don't put their head in the sand and say, well, forget I just hand my money to some market money manager. No, they want to invest in actual tangible deals, but they don't want to be the one flying off every weekend and, and so forth. So Let's talk about the mindset of that person, your your listener who says, yeah, I, I love real estate, I love investing in different business opportunities, but I don't want to do the work. What are they looking for? Well, I think what the big revelation is for a lot of people who start listening to my show is, hey, I can actually invest in this way that I've wanted to invest without it being something that I don't have time for, that I could potentially do this and make really good returns and get tax benefits, and I don't really need to do this. And so what I think one of the focuses of my show is how can we make this so that these opportunities that are out there can be as easy, potentially as easy to invest in as it is just to send your money to Ameritrade or some, right. someone else. And, and you know, the reality is it's not a whole lot different. Now, you do have to have a little bit more knowledge, but gosh, I mean, I mean, if you're a smart person and you're looking to, you know, grow your money, don't doesn't make sense to spend at least a little bit of time trying to learn about the asset that you're investing, especially if you're expecting it to be there when you're ready to retire. So I think it takes a little bit of education, but then once you get to that point, I think the opportunity for it to become a quote unquote turnkey investment, just the way stocks, bonds, and mutual funds might be, is very much there. And I think that's the big message of the show. And on an ongoing basis, I try to bring different opportunities because, you know, as you mentioned, I'm I'm very much interested in real estate. Real estate is my primary love, but we talk about things anywhere from real estate to, gosh, you know, buying people's uh, life insurance policies. I mean, there are so many different things that you can invest in, and I just want to expose those to people who are in a position to do it. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense because it's very hard for a single person to go out and figure out, this is a great example, I'm going to buy this one person's life insurance policy. Now, you may be listening going, how can you do that? Well, uh, Buck is, is a guy that's learned a ton about this stuff. And before we're done, uh, we'll, we'll make sure you know how uh, you can uh, reach out to him. Uh, but I think that the idea of coming together and buying a group of these makes sense on every level, diversity and timing and knowledge and somebody's doing the work and, and somebody's funding it, right? And you've kind of transitioned from just talking about different opportunities and the things that you've done to actually helping people do this by syndicating. So in a way, it's ironic that yeah. a guy who wanted to be passive yeah. Yeah. is now doing the deals, but it's not, you haven't become a real estate developer. You're not out, you know, rehabbing houses. Instead, you approach it a little differently. So talk about the kind of deals that you put together for investors. Yeah. So, you know, it all started with me really shifting towards being a passive investor and I got really good at analyzing deals. And I also realized that there was something that was really important, perhaps the biggest, biggest thing when it comes to success in real estate was trying to find people to invest with who you know, like, and trust. Yeah. Right? I call this tribal investing. 
That's what I call it, because I feel like when there's an opportunity to, you know, know, like, and trust somebody, and you invest with them, and they become part of your tribe, and then you can refer people over to them, that initial sponsor or that syndicator, actually, there's a there's a checks and balances that goes on. Of course, everybody everybody out there wants to believe that everybody is always has the best intentions, and certainly, you know, hopefully our friends and family are that way, but it adds another layer of responsibility when your business is starting to rely on success, right? So what I realized is that if I could invest in such a way that I only invest in things that other people knew about, I did a lot of vetting and due diligence on, but then I knew other people who were involved, et cetera, that my chances of success went way up. Yeah. And when that happened, I realized there's an opportunity here because a lot of people wanted to learn from me. Other physicians, other professionals want to learn, well, how are you doing this? And how are you picking this? I mean, gosh, I'm on Facebook and Google and and I, I, I get bombarded with people trying to get me into deals. How do you know who to invest with? So that became sort of what I started to do full time because I stopped practicing. Well, I had this illustrious career from the age of 35 to about 41 yep. <laughs> <laughs> and retired. And now I'm a full time investor. Yep. So you're right. And that transition came when I realized, you know what, I'm pretty good at picking the horses, so to speak. And I'm pretty good at networking with people and doing my due diligence. Now, is there a way for me to do that full time and potentially partner with some of those people who I think are doing a really, really good job and give them access to people who trust me? Right. And that's really where the Investor Club and Wealth Formula comes in. And as you mentioned, it's for accredited investors. But really, it's 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 not only the know, like, and trust, but there's a lot of collective intelligence that goes on. I certainly feel like I'm learning something every day. And all of a sudden, a lot of smart people in a room, and every time we talk, something new comes up, boom, I learn something else. And so it's really been really fun. And um, you know, it's allowed me to also leverage what I know into something else uh, of a business, and at the same time, allow people that I genuinely care about, who are other professionals out there who are trying to do what I'm doing, to try to be one layer of due diligence for them. And man, if I had this, you know, back in 2009, 2010, I would have been so excited. And, 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 you know, that's really what I'm just trying to create is the thing that I wish that I had. You know, when you are out there passively, you're not in the same level of deal flow as someone who's actively there. And I think a big role that you're able to provide is the fact that you are in the deal flow. So you're seeing a lot of deals, but rather than just keep them to yourself, you're able to share with other folks. And that allows you to have this diversity. I mean, you've done funds, you've done individual properties, you've done properties in different countries, and it lets you get your mind around the investment side of it without having to do the work. But for the passive person, and that's really what we're talking about today, what do, what do they need to know? If I'm if I'm a passive investor and I'm, I'm looking at a deal that sounds good on paper, where do you think the pitfalls are? What are the things they need to make sure they're, they're aware of? And I, get, I think I would just go back to the biggest single uh, variable to success is do you know, like, and trust the sponsor? I mean, yeah. I will tell you that personally it, it has come to the point where I look more at the team than I do the deal. 
because I, if I know, like, and trust the person and I and they have a track record, because you can know, like, and trust somebody who's not very bright, too. <laughs> I, I know plenty of those as well. There you go. But, you know, uh, if you know, like, and trust somebody, you know their track record, then you can get to the point and you can look at a pro forma, right? Listen, you know, as a real estate developer, as somebody in real estate, that a pro forma, gosh, you can make Swampland in Florida look good on a pro forma if and you want. And they did, yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. (laughs) And I'll tell you, the key is to start with that. And if you can develop your network, and you know, they say your network is your net worth, and I 100% believe that. That's where it really comes out. And so now, if you can get past that, that sense of, gosh, can I look at this deal with a straight eye? Can I even believe what's on the paper? Then you can dive down into the nitty gritty. Now, I'll tell you, there are people who I know like in trust, but I don't necessarily like their deals. Right. And so that's okay too. So what we try to do is, you know, expose people to not only deals in real estate, but various things within real estate. It might be multifamily. Maybe there's reasons that somebody's interested in multifamily. It might be self-storage. It might be, uh, you know, it might be something completely different. But you, if you can get to the point where you at least trust what's being put in front of you, in my view, and I truly believe this, that's about 90% of the battle. Yeah. Good stuff. Our guest today is Dr. Buck Joffrey. He's the host of the Wolf Formula podcast. And when we come back, we'll learn more about uh, the great new tool he has to help folks understand a lot of what we've been talking about. We'll also play real estate trivia next. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Live nationwide, you're listening to the Real Estate Guys. Find out more at realestateguysradio.com. Have you decided to invest in real estate but find you don't have the time to evaluate your options? Successful real estate investing takes expertise, market knowledge, and time. Many affluent investors with busy schedules choose to rely on real estate experts. They partner with proven teams with a successful track record. Four Peaks Capital Partners have created a system which allows accredited investors an opportunity to invest in undervalued assets. If you're an accredited investor looking for passive income, call 877-5-INCOME. That's 877-5-INCOME or visit Private Income investments.com. Imagine listening in as two real-world apartment investing experts share their best ideas and strategies. Well, now you can. When you listen to the Old Capital Podcast featuring Michael Becker and Paul Peebles, you'll learn from two seasoned pros who funded and syndicated hundreds of millions of dollars in apartments. Each episode is chock full of expert advice, real-world wisdom, and interviews with real-life investors. For details about how you can listen to the Old Capital Podcast, send an email to OCP at realestateguysradio.com. When you do, we'll send you Michael Becker's personal due diligence checklist free of charge. Email your request to OCP, Old Capital Podcast, at realestateguysradio.com. If you love real estate and have always wanted to own your own business, listen up. The Real Estate Guys and their panel of experts want to teach you how to go full-time fast in the real estate syndication business. These next few years may go down in history as one of the best times ever to acquire investment real estate. There are deals everywhere if you know where to look and how to assemble the resources. The Secrets of Successful Syndication Seminar will show you how to make big money doing big deals from a team of experts that have syndicated projects totaling more than $1 billion. Don't wait for someone to give you a raise 
CDs or create a job for you. Attend the secrets of successful syndication and learn how to build a team, raise capital, find deals, and make full-time money in six months or less. Go to realestateguysradio.com and click on events. All the big players use syndication as a way to diversify risk, optimize profits, and earn big money. You can too. Go to realestateguysradio.com and click on events. Hi, this is Frank Holmes, Chief Investment Officer and CEO of U.S. Global Investors, and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. Thanks for tuning into the show. We're talking about a profitable niche, and that is passive investing. Rather than you be the one that has to do all the work, can you hand your money to the right manager and make great returns? We've got Dr. Buck Joffrey on the program. Before we return to our conversation with Buck, it's time to play Real Estate Trivia. That's your chance to win a prize by knowing today's Real Estate Trivia question. In just a minute, you'll hear the question that has something to do with real estate. As soon as you think you know the answer, send your best guess to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name, the answer to the question, and your mailing address. Because if you are the winner, the first person with the right answer, you're going to get a copy of the amazing book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's a book that uh, Buck uh, read, and we've read, and lots of you have read, and there are still a few that haven't. So if you uh, if you win and you've already read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, first of all, read it again, and then give it to a friend. That could be yours if you know today's real estate trivia question. Last week on the program, we were talking about the profitable niche of commercial real estate. We asked this, where is the largest industrial park in the United States? Well, the answer is it's the Tahoe Reno Industrial Center, also known as TRIC. It's 107,000 acres located at Interstate 80 next to Washoe County and Story County, Nevada. In fact, it's the largest in the country, occupying over half of the landmass in the entire county of Story. And it's home to over 100 companies in their warehouse, logistical centers, and fulfillment centers, such as PetSmart, Home Depot, Walmart, and others. And of course, probably the biggest part of the story is the Gigafactory that's being built to serve Tesla Motors, Panasonic, and others. Here's our real estate trivia question for this week. In what country will you find the world's highest paid general practitioner physicians? So doctors like Buck, who are not specialists, but general practitioners, which country pays their general practitioners the most? If you think you know or want to take a guess, send your best guess to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. Include your name, the answer to the question, and your mailing address, because if you're the winner, we're going to send you Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. That's today's real estate trivia question. We're talking with Buck Joffrey about this idea of passive investing. And Buck, you did a lot of passive investing, and now you help other people do passive investing. But one of the things that you ran into, and uh, it's it's interesting, I guess this makes sense, is that folks that want to be passive still need to learn the ropes. They still need to understand the various kinds of investments and where things can go wrong and what they have to look out for and how to vet sponsors. And you came up with an amazing training program on this. We were uh, certainly thrilled to be part of it. Tell us about the uh, the Roadmap program. Yeah, so the course is called Your Roadmap to Real Wealth. And it is pretty much what it sounds like. So in 2000, again, going back to 2008, 2009, when, when uh, the economy had completely imploded, 
the good news for me was that I was completely broke, Robert. You know, I was just out of residency making about, you know, under $50,000 per year in San Francisco. And you know how that Wow. <laughs> that doesn't go very far. No. So I had a, you know, a significant negative net worth. And I had just read The Cashflow Quadrant, which I will say really transformed my life. I owe Robert Kiyosaki a lot for that book. But here's what happened. That book changed my mindset. And like everybody else, I was like, okay, now I got to go out and invest in real estate. Right. But the problem was that I really didn't know where to start with anything. Sure. You know, I didn't know where to start with, you know, with investing in real estate. I didn't know where to start out, even with simple things like, okay, well, what what kind of, you know, what kind of asset protection should I have? What kind of estate planning should we do? We just had a daughter. And, you know, all these questions were out there and I really didn't know the answer. Now, what I did realize was there was plenty of people willing to have me listen to them because when you're a physician, for example, who just finishes training, lots of people want to be your friend, right? Lots of people, wealth advisors, insurance brokers, et cetera. And they're willing to give you all of the bad advice that people typically get (laughs) because you're, you know, they're like sharks and you're circling around you as a physician chum, you know, or should they say, they're secretly saying you're a chump, but but they look at you as chum. And what I wanted was, is a course that would take me from that really excited, enthusiastic young person who's just about to make six figures and compress time, compress the ability to, you know, have all this information that I've gotten, you know, through the last decade into one place. And that's what I was aiming to create with your help, obviously, with uh, your roadmap to real wealth. Well, and let's talk about some of the other folks. If you had, uh, you, you didn't, and this is so typical of exactly what you do, rather than you teach the whole course, there's certainly your perspective, but you brought a lot of guest teachers in to talk about various elements. Yeah, and this goes back to the whole thing where I mentioned the tribe, right? The tribe, the people who you know, like, and trust, the people who I learned from and who I trust with everything. You know, I trust totally trust you and Russ. And, for example, in real estate, I learned ABCs of real estate from Ken McElroy, yep. who, if you read the book, you're like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. Boy, does he know what he's talking about. But Kenny is also one of the nicest guys ever. Yeah, he's and great. I'm an investor with Ken McElroy in his syndications. So I wanted Kenny to teach about syndications. So yeah. he came and taught us that. Kevin Day, who's a, a world-class estate planning attorney, who's my attorney, he came and taught about estate planning and asset protection. You know, if you're a physician or anybody who's got a decent net worth, you want to protect everything. And it is absolutely amazing to me how few people actually are adequately protected. So Kevin does like five hours. Man, you, you know how much it would cost to sit in Kevin's <laughs> office for five hours? Oh my gosh, and he's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and Kevin, and you have people who are talking about you know, if life insurance, for example, if you have children, what kind of life insurance do you really need? And what's the real story behind that? So so we have people who are talking about that. And every one thing that everybody has in common who's on the show is that I have a relationship with them, you know, and I, in many cases, I either invest with them or they're my personal counsel or advisor on something. Uh, we even have a guy by the name of Dean Graziosi, who's yep. I've gotten to know, who's a really, really successful real estate guy. But I, what I wanted to talk to him about 
was, what does it all mean, right? And this is a guy who's transcended and making his business is a you know $500 million business. Yeah. So what do you do when you got all that money? And what does it all mean? <laughs> so that's really what I wanted. And it's you know just the tribe, my tribe talking to me as a you know as a young physician well and it's great content you've got a lot of presentations but then you sit down with a lot of them and have these conversations which is like sitting in listening over the shoulders of, of people which I think is great plus it was produced amazingly i mean you know we, we're, we're a couple of guys that travel around with microphones in a suitcase but you had a huge three camera set and a great producer who's very well known in the in that that part of the world and and uh really i mean it came out great yeah i appreciate that no we're really proud of the we're really Really proud of the course. I think there's a lot of value. And, you know, it's a kind of thing, Robert, where I remember watching it thinking, you know what, you know, hopefully people are going to get a lot out of this. But, you know, when my kids are old enough and they're little right now, you know, they're nine, five and three, these little girls. But this is something that I want them to watch you because bet. that's the kind of content this is. It's a type of stuff that you want, you know, children at a fairly young age to start to listen to, you know, as soon as they'll actually sit down and not watch cartoons, right? So, <laughs> Well, if you want more information on the course, we don't want to spend the whole hour talking about that, but all you have to do is send an email to roadmap at realestateguysradio.com, roadmap at realestateguysradio.com. Russ and I both did uh, segments in there and a lot of great uh, stuff, so uh, check it out for sure. Now, you know, I think there's an opportunity today by for people to diversify through this passive investing as well. You know, if you've only got a few hundred thousand dollars or even a million dollars or, or some amount to work with, rather than throw it all in one deal, which is what a lot of these guys do, be really easy to have a lucrative career and say, I just want to throw it, everything into Bitcoin. Instead, this is a way to diversify. So, so talk about that angle of it, both from the point of your thinking on diversifying among not just real estate deals, but different types of investments, and then how investors can do that that with, with passive investing. Yeah. So I think there's two components to that. One is, for me, I was interested in apartments. But what I realized that what I was trying to get was scale. And that's why apartments were interesting to me, because I felt like, you know, I could use, you know, one roof. I have my capital expenditures were, you know, scalable. And so that's why I was interested. But when I got to a point where I started looking at apartment buildings that were big enough, you know, I would have to put down 250, 300,000, 400, thousand dollars at a time right and so here's the thing is I felt like yeah I, I I could probably I could do this but what if it doesn't work out that's a big chunk chunk to lose in one place it would be locked in there even if it took just a forever to get well a, that's right around right that's right on the other hand if you you know look at opportunities out there to scale uh, in another way you could invest say 50 even twenty five thousand dollars at a time sometimes into syndications and get exposure to hundreds and hundreds of doors at a time so you may get into a situation where now you can take the same two or three hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars whatever and now you're in four five six buildings and you're in thousands of doors and you're in you're across the country and so so it really gives you the opportunity not only to you know to use your capital efficiently but to allocate risk I think those are the main points. Yeah, good stuff. You know, one of the things you said earlier, which certainly is singing out of our songbook, is this idea of collapsing time frames, right? More, more sooner is better. We always feel like if something took us 10 years to figure out and we could teach it to somebody in a year, that saves everybody time, right? Uh, looking back, 
knowing what you now know, what are some of the suggestions you would would have told, you know, Buck five years ago? What are some of the things that you've learned, some epiphanies, some takeaways that uh, folks can uh, maybe glean some ideas from? I think when I look at it, I, I think uh, going back to the idea of your network is your net worth, I think building that network is is critically, critically important. And the sooner you do that, the better, right? Um, you know, when I started getting some successful deals come my way, and this is, you know, not the passive stuff, but the, the, the stuff where I was actually buying these buildings myself, they were because of people I knew, and I really trusted the source. I didn't want to get burnt like I did on that first building. Right. And that's really helpful. I think in general that, you know, trying to build your network is probably the most important. The other thing I'll say is that if you want to do something— and you're thinking about it, would you just do it for heaven's sake? I mean, here's the thing. I don't know. You guys don't know this, but back in 2000, and I think I, I was listening to Real Estate Guys show back in 2011, and you guys were talking about secrets of successful syndication. Yeah. And guess what? I was like, you know what? I should do that because everybody, want, all my friends are asking me, what am I doing? How am I doing it? Right. I should just do this. Guess what? I didn't do that until 2016. Ah, okay. And you know what's happened since then. <laughs> and so, yep. so if I, I wish I had done it back then. But you know, if you could, you you got to get past the inertia. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to do it, but that's the thing. Build your network and pull the trigger. Well, and you've certainly done that so much, in fact, that we've invited Buck to speak at the next Secrets of Successful Syndication. Very excited about having you share your experience in syndicating. So uh, mark your calendars. Happens in the middle of September. You can get all the details on the website at realestateguysradio.com. And uh, we love to get real-world success on the stage. It's not just folks that uh, used to do it or, or can speak intelligently about it. It's always people that are really doing the thing, and that's something we appreciate about you, Buck. So thanks for sharing your knowledge today, and uh, great to have you on the program. Thanks for having me. There's Dr. Buck Joffrey. You can uh, listen to his podcast, Wealth Formula Podcast, at all your favorite podcast distributors. And come on out to the Secrets of Successful Syndication and Meet Buck. Great, great stuff. And we'll talk more about passive investing in real estate when we come back. I'm your host, Robert Helms. You're tuned to the Real Estate Guys radio program. Need help with your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at realestateguysradio.com. Forbes rated Memphis the best cash flow market in the nation. And our good friend Terry Kerr at Mid-South Homebuyers has been the premier turnkey rental property provider in Memphis for over 13 years. With an A-plus rating for the Better Business Bureau, Terry has renovated over 750 houses. Real Estate Guys listeners have snapped up hundreds. Discover what these satisfied investors already know. Mid-South's properties are completely renovated with a one-year warranty and a lifelong rental guarantee. They're affordable, well-managed, and easy to own. Perfect for beginning investors and veterans alike. Get in on the action. Contact Terry and his team via email at midsouth at realestateguysradio.com. Hi, this is Patrick Donahoe, CEO of Paradigm Life. Wall Street and banks spend billions of dollars per year in advertising with the goal to convince you that they are the solution. But take a look around. None of their advice has worked. If you're listening to this, odds are pretty good that you're already a real estate investor or at least becoming one. So why do you do it? Is it to hedge inflation, the tax benefits, or maybe it's to get your money away from Wall Street? It's because of these benefits and so many more that I created the Real Estate Investor's Guide to the Perpetual Wealth Strategy. When you combine successful real estate investing with the Perpetual Wealth Strategy, you have the recipe for what has helped the wealthy to establish their financial well-being for decades. 
You can download the Real Estate Investor's Guide to the Perpetual Wealth Strategy today by clicking the Resources tab on the Real Estate Guys Radio homepage. Don't wait. Go download it now. Hi, this is Kim Kiyosaki. I'm the author of Rich Woman, and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. Thanks for tuning into the show. You can find a whole bunch more great shows on our website at realestateguysradio.com or iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. We've got a huge archive because we've been doing this a long time. Great to hear uh, from Dr. Buck Joffrey. I mean, it's not like you have to be a brain surgeon to do this kind of work. <laughs> you know, it's we joke about that. Off mic, we were just talking about that. And it's just so funny uh, when you think about, you know, how intelligent people are, how amazingly accomplished people can be. And people look at something like real estate investing as though it's this big, mysterious thing. And you, you think about the things that people have managed to do, and you're like, you know, it's it's not that complicated, but you do have to learn it. Yeah, and especially this niche, right? The idea that I'm going to passively invest. I'm not going to be the guy painting the house. I'm not going to be the person that's, you know, doing the subdivision lines. I'm not walking the property every day. Instead, I'm looking to vet a market and a property type and the person running the deal. We call that the sponsor or the syndicator, the person that's putting it all together. And it can be one of the most time-efficient ways to invest in real estate. Well, you know, way back when we first started working together and started teaching together, we would try to help people get through a thought process of figuring out who they are. So you came up with personal investment philosophy, and we've been teaching that forever because it really starts with, you know, who you are and what you want and what you're trying to accomplish, what you're willing to do, what you aren't willing to do to get what you want out of life. That's important. When we bring people into our syndication mentoring program, we do the same thing, but it's your personal syndication philosophy. Yeah. At the Secrets of Successful Syndication, uh, I get to do the beginning module where we just kind of like, what is syndication? And we talk about what it isn't first, because a lot of people think, oh, Kenny McElroy is a great syndicator. He started a property manager. Therefore, syndication revolves around property management. No. No. You know, some people are developers. Oh, I got to be a developer. No. Some people think, oh, it's, it's around single family homes. No. It can be anything you want it to be. And so it starts with understanding who you are and, and what you want. So when you decide, look, I, I don't want to be the hands-on person. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person who turns my money over to somebody that I know, like, trust in terms of their ethics and intentions, and also their competency, their capability, their ability to execute. Uh, so that's what I'm going to do. So then once you determine who you are going to be, then you have to focus on what do I need to learn to be that person effectively? Yeah. Because there's so many things in life to learn. But if you break it down, there's not that many things you need to learn if you want to be a great passive investor. You know, and it's like learning to type. Once you've gone through the process of learning it, it's why I'm such a big proponent of Buck's course. Once you've learned it, You've got it. Yeah. You've got it. Then it's easy to go do. But I think where people run into trouble is they can't be bothered with all that education time and mumbo jumbo. I don't want to sit in some class. I don't want to watch some video series. So instead, they just go off and hand their money to somebody, and it usually doesn't turn out well. Well, the entire financial services industry is built up upon creating dependency. They make it seem like it's this secret, mysterious, esoteric thing that the only way a normal human being could possibly be responsible for their own 
own money would be just be to turn it over to somebody who's got a bunch of fancy letters after their name. And of course, you know, they work in these corrupt institutions and I could go off on a rant, but I won't. <laughs> but I, I'm still just a big fan of, you know, Main Street investing in Main Street and individual investors taking responsibility for the role they want to play in the food chain, and you do have a role to play. It's not abdication, it's delegation. And yeah. those are two very, very different things. That's a huge distinction. Also, when it comes to passive investing, it's not either or. We did speak today about like a lot of the listeners that Buck has in, in his podcast are folks that are just busy. They can barely carve out the hour to hear his show, right? But there are also great strategies that involve doing both. While you're hands-on in one area, you can be passive in another area. It's a great way to test drive a niche. Well, and it's such a great point. However you choose to make your money, you make the assumption, okay, somebody's a doctor, they're a lawyer, they're an engineer, they're whatever, or they're a small business owner. But, you know, maybe you're a house flipper, maybe you're a wholesaler, maybe you're great at running apartment buildings or mobile home parks, that's your thing, and you're creating a lot of profit. But if you keep piling your money back into the same sector, that's like the guy who works at a company and then puts all of his life savings into that company's stock. Right. That That's single point failure. 2008, we had single point failure. I personally had single point failure because I was very dependent upon credit markets. When the credit markets imploded, I had no plan B. There was no other plan. So even if you're, a, if you're listening to the show and you're a great real estate investor and you're making gobs of money in a particular sector, think about the idea of taking some of those profits and beginning to diversify through another great operator who's a master of their craft in their sector. And to your point, Robert, not just turning the money over, but using it as an opportunity to learn another sector because niches change. You know, what's hot in a market right now could end up being an oversaturated area. You know, we talk a lot right now at this particular season in life, multifamily, apartments, cap rates are compressed, which means that it's been a hot sector, lots of money and lots of lending have come in. They've bid it up faster than the rents have grown. So the yields, the cash flow on the investment has come down. It works just like bonds or any other investment. When you bid up for the same income, the rate of return goes down. Well, at some point, if you want to continue to be actively investing, you know, you're going to need to look at some other niches. Now, I'm not saying that multifamily's over because like anything, there's different marketplaces, there's different property types and all that. But the point is, is that you can use your passive investing, even if you're an active player in one space, to begin to gain knowledge and relationships. Buck made the point about the importance of relationships. I couldn't agree with that more. That really is a secret. Having watched him go from, hey, I want to do this when he first came to us to really focusing on first things first, build your brand, build your network, which is what we talk about, doing that at the same time, he dabbled in being the hands-on guy and quickly realized that's not who I want to be. I'm really good at this. I'm going to focus on being really good at that. I'm going to partner with other people who are really good at what they do. And I'm going to put the pieces of the puzzle together, which is what our whole metaphor at the Secrets of Successful Syndication is about, is the guy who puts everything together and then bringing value to everybody in the food chain. Hey, big thanks to Buck Joffrey for uh, enlightening us today and if you're interested in his training course which you should be just send an email to roadmap at realestateguysradio.com you get all the details next week on the real estate guys we're going to take a quick break from our profitable niches series because we are stacking up the mail it's ask the guys next week if you have a question for the real estate guys just get to the website at realestateguysradio.com and click ask the guys we'll resume with profitable niches after next week but until next week Go out and make some equity happen.
This episode of the Real Estate Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Paradigm Life. Powerful cash management strategies using life insurance. Learn more at beyourbank.com. Mid-South Home Buyers, low-cost, turnkey cash flow properties in Memphis, Tennessee. Corporate Direct, asset protection strategies for real estate investors from attorney and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton. Find these and other great companies under the Resources tab at realestateguysradio.com. To learn how you can expose your product or service to the Real Estate Guys audience, call 888-489-7723, extension 4. That's 888-489-7723, extension 4. Or use the feedback page at realestateguysradio.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on the Real Estate Guys Radio Show.